Come on. Welcome, left play. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Abel Pomar. Abel, are you ready to do this? I'm ready, George. All right, let's go. Abel is the president and CEO of Adelphi. They're a credit union for you, your family, your faith, and your future. Abel, excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, you know, George, I kind of like to think of myself as an early riser that likes to have activities and time with the Lord early in the day because uh, my brain is wired that way. And uh, I kind of translate that into my work at Adelphi. There, you know, we've kind of are, have been charging hard at uh, improving ourselves as a financial institution for all of our members who happen to be Christian believers and uh, providing the best products and services we can in the best possible fashion. Easy and empathetic banking is what we like to call it. Uh, but that's really what we're about is trying to do that well so that we can have uh, some profits from that to pour back into kingdom building activities. So what time are you waking up in the morning, Abel? Oh, easily about 5.30 every morning. Okay. Nice and bright and early. <laughs> yes. Appreciate that. Mute the day. Easy and empathetic. I don't know that those are typically terms that I think about when I'm thinking about banking. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, that's uh, been a, a great road and journey that the Lord's had us on. So we we know we have to be competitive, right? A financial institution, whether we're Christian uh, operated, owned or, or not, needs to be effective, right? So we have to be good at what we do and provide products and services that uh, folks need. So that's, those are basics, right? But this idea easy, we want to be easier than the typical financial institution to work with. Meaning, you know, we, we, the process of becoming a member, the process of applying for a loan, the process of opening an account, the process of interacting with us, we've been chipping away at becoming easier every year, making our processes easier to understand, applying more self-service functions, things like that. And, and we're not never going to stop. I think one of the things that we are focused on is making sure we continue to invest in that easy component. Now, the empathetic side of it is we're believers, right? And as I read through scripture, it's pretty obvious that Christ was empathetic. He always paused and stopped for the, the one that was off on the side of the road or felt un, unseen by the rest of the world and listen to their needs and try to help, and in many cases, perform miracles that others would believe, right? So in our case, I think empathetic, the way we want to see that played out in, in uh, the workplaces, we want to understand the, the believers that we serve, and we want to be able to help them in their financial journeys as best we can. We can't always say yes to a loan request, for example, but when it is a no right now, how can we provide maybe a path to them getting to a yes when it's appropriate, right, in their situation? So that's what I think we uh, call empathetic. Yeah, that certainly does make sense. Yeah, it's, and I don't know, I don't know if it's if it's a necessarily a middle ground. Necessarily, it's a different place mm -hmm. than simply getting some, you know, very cold denial that if I went online and applied at some big bank that we're all familiar with and I just just got a big no reply versus 
taking that more empathetic view and saying, okay, it's 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 not going to happen right now, but here are some additional resources and here's how to potentially position you for successfully getting a loan in the future. Right. That's our goal to do better at that, right? We're, we're not perfect yet, but we're, we're working very hard to move in that direction as fast as we can. And I imagine that there's a lot of people who who probably fall into that into that camp of who are aspirational when it comes to money and maybe yes. they're learning about it and they, they need a little coaching or some additional resources. Right. I mean, so much, so many of us, I mean, life, um, thank God we have the Lord, but life kind of comes at us pretty hard. Right. And, uh, many times folks find themselves in situations that they had no control over. And that could be due to illnesses, job loss, whatever the case may be. And I think we have to think through an empathetic lens from a business standpoint, because it isn't just a simple yes, no answer, right? I think there are lives involved. And and we, as we said before, we serve the body of Christ because all of our members are believers. So therefore, I think we should handle our members in a different way. I think that that makes a lot of sense. What what is what is financial stewardship? What is good financial stewardship? In my view of the the term good financial stewardship, I see this as really honoring the Lord in everything you do financially. So it isn't just being a good saver. It isn't just being a good giver. It's also being a good planner. It's also uh, kind of combining the saver, giver, planner all in one. It's actually looking to the Lord for direction. Like, what do you want me to do with my life and resources, right? And having an intentional purpose about everything you do. And that includes even, in, in my opinion, here at Delphi, what we like to think about is recycling Christian dollars. It's this idea that uh, the body of Christ is out there in the marketplace, right? We, we have... Uh, dry cleaners on the corner. We have maybe somebody that uh, owns uh, an accountancy or a, a tax prep uh, business in your in your community. Well, if we were to work together with those believers, we would enrich their lives because we would drive business to their uh, uh, you know businesses. And then from there, if they are being good stewards, they're going to give back to their local church, back into kingdom building activities that would help to at least work against all of the problems that we see that reported on the nightly news every night, right? About what's going on in the world, in our country, and in the local communities that we live, right? And so that's, it's kind of a broader definition in my mind of what real Christian financial stewardship should look like. I appreciate that. So certainly I understand saving. I understand mm-hmm. giving, or at least I, I, because I understand planning too. So mm-hmm. from from when 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 you say planning, what is what does that mean? Well, that means I mean I think we we know from scripture that life happens, right? And mm. in my opinion, you can plan for the best, and that's wonderful. We should we should be optimistic because we have hope in Christ. But we also need to know that this is a imperfect fallen world and things can happen. So it's things like planning for an emergency fund. It's planning for, you know, what if this scenario doesn't work in the way I, you know, I hope it ideally works, right? It's that kind of planning as well, you know, planning for worst case scenarios as well. 
Yes, it does not always work out exactly the way that we want it to. There's, there's, <laughs> right. there's no doubt about that. So we do need to plan. It strikes me that that what you've just described of this uh, practice of recycling Christian dollars, it has a profound impact. And in a time when I think that we're feeling like a lot of things are out of our control, this is a pretty small thing that we can do that will have a big impact. Absolutely. You know, it's, um, I mentioned earlier that I'm a early riser and I like to get uh, my time with the Lord in early in the day. I like to get a, a run or a bicycle ride in before work early in the morning. Um, and there's a reason for that. The way I like to look at how to approach the day is, you know, there are many big insurmountable things out there uh, that are probably going to be worked on in, the, in this particular day. But if I can do the one thing that I have control over, like, you know, reading some scripture, praying to the Lord, asking him to kind of guide and direct the day for me, um, spending a little time in physical activity, kind of wake up the mind and kind of re-energize physically, right? I can control those things. And then the day now is in God's hands, right? To use me as he chooses. And it's kind of the same thing with the the problems in our, again, our community and in, in this country, we have the ability to choose. It's it's a great choice. You know, the Lord gave us the choice, right? We can accept Christ or not into our our hearts and lives. And and that's an ultimate choice. And we have a choice to make with every dollar we spend. I mean, I I know we can't um, possibly control every dollar not going to a Christian um, entity, but in many cases we do. And maybe we just don't take the time to look around us and identify those Christian businesses that are around us that that can make a difference. Like, for example, at Adelphi, last year we gave nearly a million dollars in either uh, cash contributions or in-kind contributions to uh, various ministries. So you can see that on our website. Um, And now this year we're hoping to do that as well, continue that progress. And what it is is basically a tithe on our earnings, right? On our profits. And I don't, obviously a secular organization is going to be giving to causes as well in this day and age, but our causes are all causes that we uh, select that are gospel-centered, Christ-centered in what they do. So they may feed the hungry, but they do it as they share the gospel. Or they may be a building, um, in the case of a recent partner that we're working with, they may be building uh, wells in other parts of the world for fresh, clean water. But when they do that, they do that as they spread the gospel and they plant a church in those villages and communities. So the difference between Adelphi and someone else is everything we give to is Christ-centered, right? And I think that is how we all can grow the kingdom. You know, you can spend a dollar, swipe our credit or debit card, that interchange income, a little piece of that is going to spreading the gospel somewhere in the world, right? That's powerful. No doubt. Extremely powerful. My intuition tells me that if I am paying attention to um, and to where I'm spending my money mm-hmm. and being more be more intentional with, with with spending it with organizations that are aligned with my beliefs and my values, and I am somebody who is giving money, that that will have a net positive impact on just my overall financial situation. What do you think? 
I think that God observes, yes, everything around us. And I mean, I don't, I can't quote you a scripture that says, you know, thou shalt be financially blessed because thou, you know, did business. I, mean, I can't find that in scripture necessarily. But I always go back to the book of Acts um, in a lot of our strategy uh, making at the credit union and um, the fourth chapter of the book of Acts in like verse 32. In that verse, it says all believers were united in heart and mind. And they felt that the um, and they felt that what they owned was not their own, so they shared everything they had. And so there's this thought that this you know comes across in that verse. And as you read that whole chapter, you see that God was creating a sense of unity amongst the believers um, that I don't think is represented as well anywhere else in Scripture. That was like a unique moment in the history of mankind here on Earth. And God was doing something through transforming their hearts as the believers started looking more to the Lord and less at earthly things, right? And they were blessed, right? And basically, there was no need among them is what uh, a couple of verses down, it says there was no needy people among them. So there is something to be said about the fact that this unity can create something. So to me, it's not the act of I did this, it's it's the unity we start creating in Christ that has this, I don't know, transformative power both in our lives and in the lives of others, right? Uh, both for, for eternity and also in, in our present day, because that verse 34 starts out by saying there was no needy people among them. So it has direct impact right now, too, not just in eternity. And yeah, and that's, I think that that's an inspiring thing, certainly. And I I imagine and I, I feel like most people, if they're in a position to be able to help others and to be able to lift them up, would be able to or are, are interested in doing that. Uh, and so living according to um, the, the verse you were just talking about probably is, I, I, I would imagine, is is an attractive thing. Um, so how 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 has. How is the growth of Adelphi Ben? How is and in and what does the future look like? Well, we're a 58 year old organization. Um, we recently changed our name earlier this year. Um, our name actually comes from the root word Adelphos, which is found over you know 300 times in Scripture, and Adelphos means really brother and sister in Christ. Uh, we shortened it to Adel, um, and then. Um, added the FI really means financial institution, kind of that nod towards financial stewardship and blended the words to come up with the Delphi, um, which we're very excited about because I think that that new name and brand really tells the story of what I just described in the fourth chapter of the book of Acts, which is the body of believers coming together all for shared stewardship and and really for the, for the sake of, of growing the kingdom. Um, so, that, that, you know, we, we're not a young company, but we are a transformed company, right? Because I believe God is always doing a new thing, right? And we've been in this journey of investing in ourselves, as I mentioned earlier, about better processes, better technology, becoming easier to work with, trying to be more empathetic uh, with those that, that choose to bank with us. And I think it's, we're, it's an exciting time for us. The future, um, you know, what's happened with us, we've grown about 65% in the last six years wow. uh, when it comes to membership. 
those that bank with us. Historically, from the, our inception through about the early 2000s, we were exclusively or not exclusively, almost exclusively focused on serving the church and missionaries. We've expanded now to the 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 believe the regular believer, you and me, right? And then this year, in the beginning of the year, we're also um, what we launched uh, offerings for um, Christian investors and small business owners. So we're really trying to provide the ministry, the, the the individual and family like you and I, and the Christian investor and business owner with finance and banking options, which we all have today. So for us, the future looks very bright. Um, and I think we're excited about where guys been leading us and how we see the momentum just growing with our new brand launch this year, which is part of that planning we've been doing over the last few years to, to, communicate the who we are and the impact we can all have together for Christ. Exciting. I love yeah. it. Well, Abel, the people are ready for that difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Well, I would say the one thing is today, as you go out about your day and you're either going to reach into your wallet and purchase the very next thing you purchase, ask yourself, where is this organization going to use these profits? How are they going to help further the purpose that God has placed me on this earth for. And then determine your own answer. I think because that's a every little step and every little decision like that every day, it builds up and it all matters. Well, I think that, that is great stuff. That definitely gets, come on. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you and how can they engage with Adelphi? Well, the easiest uh, way to do that is at www.adelphi, A-D-E-L-F-I, banking.com. Um, and you can find us there. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Abel your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to adelphibanking.com, A-D-E-L-F-I, banking.com. And... Check out everything that they are working on. Thanks again, Abel. Thank you, George. Good being here. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.